Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be 38 ways to improve your emotional health. Well, if you think about it, if you're in a positive, optimistic, peaceful, relaxed state, you're going to have a better, richer quality of life. If you're feeling sad, depressed, you're unhappy, you're frustrated, obviously you're going to have a negative perception of life and your quality of life is not going to be as good or as rich as somebody who's in a peaceful, positive, relaxed, optimistic state. So what we're going to talk about today is 38 different ways, methods, techniques, if you will, things that you can personally focus on day in and day out to change where you live emotionally. Because the reality is life isn't all sunshine and roses. You're not going to get to some place of just nirvana where you zen out 24-7. That's just not our experience of life. You have good days. You have bad days. You have challenges. Sometimes when things are going really well, a curveball comes at you. And it's how you deal with it which is going to determine your experience of it, the meanings that you give it and where you go from that point forward. The idea is that the more you can live your life, the more your waking moments, if you will, you're experiencing positive, optimistic emotions, you're going to have a positive and empowering meaning that you're going to give to the events and circumstances of your life. It's literally the difference between saying, I have a great life or my life really sucks. So I've got a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through these individual topics. And so the quote says, how we move our bodies has a tremendous impact on the emotions that we experience internally. The quickest way to change our emotional state is to change how we are physically moving. Everyone has days that are full of challenges that often bring about negative emotions and this has a negative effect on how we are feeling internally. The key to managing your emotional state is how you physically move and what you mentally focus on day in and day out. Where do you live emotionally? The more positive and optimistic you are, the happier and richer your life experience will be. The more negative and pessimistic you are, the more disappointing and depressing your life experience will be. Choose wisely because it really is a conscious choice remember whatever you focus on in life is going to expand so if you teach your brain to look for reasons to be happy to be positive to be optimistic to look for the good in everything to look for the benefit to look for the meaning to look at the ways you potentially can learn from what's just happened and improve and either not make this same mistake the next time around or get better from where you are right now because the better you get, the more value you add in life, the more skills you develop as a human being, obviously that's going to have a positive impact on your ability to add value through either a career or a business. And the more value you can add, the more skills you have, the more your income earning potential is going to go up. You got to remember, you don't always get what you deserve in life. You only get what you negotiate. So you should always in the back of your mind be looking to better your situation. 
to better yourself day in and day out because these little daily improvements, if you will, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now have a tremendous impact on helping you get from where you are right now to where you ultimately want to be in your life down the road. So let's go through this list. The first one is to meditate. Just 10, 15 minutes a day, closing your eyes and just focusing on some very relaxing music or just focusing on quieting your mind and just being in a peaceful space where maybe the stresses of the day start creeping in or you start worrying about what you have to do that day. It's just focusing on relaxing and trying to empty your mind, if you will. There's lots of great teachers out there on meditation. Wayne Dyer had, Dr. Wayne Dyer has a really good one on meditation that he's done as well. So you can go to Amazon and look for that. It's got like a 15, maybe it's closer to a half hour. It's got three or four different meditations on there that you can do. But just being, closing your eyes, relaxing with some relaxing music and just focusing on something peaceful and relaxing. You could have a soundtrack running in the background of just the ocean crashing on the beach and visualizing and imagining yourself at the beach and it's amazing just 10 or 15 minutes of this especially if you've got a meeting coming up because what's interesting is a lot of the fortune 500 companies are starting to do this where they have people come in and teach them zen and they have meditation time especially before big meetings because it puts you in a peaceful and relaxed state and you've probably heard me say many times over the years that you're going to do your best work when you're peaceful and you're relaxed when you're in a peaceful and relaxed state and you make decisions or you take action in that state, those actions will tend to bring about more peaceful and relaxed circumstances in your life. If you're stressed out and you make decisions when you're all stressed out, those decisions tend to be much more inefficient and therefore tend to bring about more chaos and being uncentered in your life. Number two, exercise with weights and cardio. Now, you don't have to become Mr. Olympia, but what you got to remember is the heart pumps the blood throughout our body. Well, our lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. The muscles are actually the pump. So the expansion and contraction of the muscles is what moves the lymphatic fluid through the system and then obviously ultimately drains in the colon and that's how your body gets a lot of the toxins out. So if you're not doing weights, if you're not doing cardio exercise or an elliptical machine or running or doing something like a Versa climber or climbing stairs somewhere where your muscles are expanding and contracting, if you think about it, when you run or you do some cardio or you're doing some weights, you're moving the waist out of your body, you're circulating oxygen you're circulating nutrients, and you're also helping to eliminate the waste. It's an essential function of our bodies. And by facilitating that with exercise, you're going to feel better because your cells need oxygen, they need the proper nutrients, and they need waste to be eliminated. And if you're not moving very much, that stuff's going to tend to pool in various areas of your body, and you're just physically not going to feel as good. Number three, eat a healthy alkaline diet. That means 80, ideally 80% of what's on your plate should be 
greens, green type vegetables, or if you're lazy like I am, I make, I tend to juice vegetables. Things like broccoli, anything that's really green will help balance out the metabolic acid that is produced by digesting proteins, carbohydrates, sugar, alcohol, or just daily stresses that happen in your life. It, it takes 80 parts alkalinity to neutralize 20 parts acid. And by eating an alkaline-based diet, you'll feel a lot better. And the beauty of it is if you just try it, if you experience those things that I've talked about in the various – you can go to my, my website and look at the optimum health category and see all the different articles I've written on health. If you just try those things, you'll see how they physically make you feel better. Don't take my word for it. That's the beauty of all the things I teach. You don't have to believe me. You just have to experience it because when you experience it, you'll see that it works for you. Number four, detox your body twice a year. I did an article many years ago called Death Begins in the Colon where I talk about detoxifying your body, doing things like colonics. Or really, If you're into doing colonics, there's two really good – because you have a closed system which is where they stick a big tube up your butt basically and that's kind of like the size of a cucumber almost. So it feels like you're taking a crap the whole time you're there. And then you have what's called the angel of water bed and you also have the Libby bed, L-I-B-B-I-E, I believe is how you spell it. And that's where you have just a little pen-sized tube that goes up your little your little sphincter and it just uses gravity and it slowly fills your colon with water. And when you feel full, you just expel it out. And the cool thing is you can see there's usually a clear part of the pipe that has a mirror and a fluorescent light so you can actually see what's coming out of you. And it really makes you feel great afterwards. The one I think you, you'll, you'll probably be able to find a lot easier is just Angel of Water colonics. And they usually have people that are licensed. They're all over the country, all over the world that are licensed to do these. I've done both. I've done the closed system, which you have to have somebody in the room with you because they let the water in. And then when you're like, hey, I'm kind of full, they flip, flip the little valve and then it starts sucking the stuff out. I prefer the Livy bed or the Angel of Water bed. Those are much more pleasant experience. But the way you feel afterwards is absolutely amazing. Number five, make and drink Corey's green juice. You can Google how to make Corey's green juice and there's a YouTube video where I show all the ingredients. And I drink three or four glasses of this just about every single day unless I'm traveling or whatever. And juicing green vegetables has been one thing that is – been a paradigm shifter for me. I started juicing vegetables 15, 16 years ago and if I go a couple of days without it, I definitely feel it. The whole idea is all these little things help keep you in a peak state. Number six, try to be healthy 80% of the time. So in other words, number seven, eat junk, drink alcohol, ganja, etc. only 20% of the time max. So if you're looking at a 30-day month, you're figuring you got about six days a month where you can just eat whatever the hell you want. If you want, you can have one or two days every weekend where you eat crap. But the general guide is you want to try to be really healthy 80% of the time. That means getting sleep. That means eating an alkaline diet. That means juicing. It means exercising. And then blow it out on the weekends or whenever you happen to have a day off. That will help you stay relatively balanced throughout the month. Because when you do anything to an extreme, you can get sick. Number eight, 
find a great licensed level three certified network chiropractic doctor in your city or country. Network chiropractic is also known as network spinal analysis. And I did an article many years ago called How to Become More Confident and Sure of Your Actions where I actually explain what network chiropractic care does for you. And on that page, on that particular article, I have links back to – you can actually go to Dr. Donald Epstein's website. It's called wiseworldseminars.com, W-I-S-E-W-O-R-L-D, seminars, S-E-M-I-N-A-R-S.com. And you can click locate a practitioner and find – a doctor who's level three certified in your city or your country. I highly recommend it. One of the most life-changing things I've ever done. Number nine, spend time in nature. Go to a park. Go sit out in the forest. Go sit on a beach somewhere. Just listen to the sounds of the waves crashing on the beach. Or if you're in a forest or a park, just listening to the wind blowing through the trees, watching the birds, listening to the birds. And I'm talking about ideally where you can kind of immerse yourself, where it's just you and nature. It's very peaceful, very relaxing. When I was a kid, we used to go down to this place in the Keys. It was called, I think it was on Long Key. They had a campground down there. And what was cool is they had all these pine trees down on the campsite, and the campsites were right on the beach. So you could either pitch a tent, you could have a camper there. And I just remember the sound of the wind whistling through those trees because there were trees everywhere and there was only one two-lane road that went through that particular island and it was absolutely quiet. You didn't hear cars beeping. You didn't hear nothing. You just heard the, the, the sound of the waves gently lapping up onto the beach and the sound of the wind going through the trees. It was so beautiful, so relaxed. We could sit there on the beach, have a little campfire going at night and just really amazing. Number 10, cultivate an attitude of gratitude. In other words, focus on what can I be grateful for in my life right now? This is one I do a lot of. If I ever catch myself in a negative mindset or thinking of negatively or thinking pessimistically, I just instantly ask my question, well, what do I have to be grateful for in my life right now? Maybe it's just that you're healthy, that you're alive, that you st- if you're still here, it means you have time. And if you still got time, it means you have time to make your life the way you want it to be. Remember, your brain has to give you an answer to whatever question you're consistently focusing on. And if you're always saying, what can I find in my life right now to be grateful for, it has to give you a good positive answer. And when you think about that, that fills you with positive emotions. Number 11, motion and moving your body creates emotion. Use it to change your state and your vibe. I mean, think about it. If you're having a rough day or you're not feeling good right now and then you start asking yourself like, what do I have to be grateful for? And then you start jumping up and down with your arms above your head like somebody would if they just won the Super Bowl or the NBA championship or the World Cup. Imagine yourself as a champion and you just won. What would you be doing? You'd be jumping up and down, celebrating. Your arms would be above your head. You'd be screaming. You'd be yelling. You'd be exciting. That's what I'm talking about. Literally physically moving your body will change your emotional state. It will change your mental state and will change your physical state. That's one of the things I learned from Tony Robbins going to his events. It's a big part of his events 
is moving your body when he has you engaged with thinking about or feeling certain types of emotions where you literally lock it into your physiology and it helps you when you're having a difficult time because that's the way life is. You have, you know, sometimes life's going great and all of a sudden shit happens and how you deal with that is going to determine your experience and by moving your body, creating motion, you'll create positive emotions. Number 12. Always focus on looking for the positive in everything. What's good about this? What can I learn about this? How can this help me grow? How can this help me become better next time around? Asking yourself those kinds of questions, especially when shit goes sideways in your life, which at some point inevitably, things are just not going to go the way you expect. Always try to learn from what happens. Number 13, delete negative people from your life. This is the way I run my business. The way my attitude is, you know what? Not everybody is meant to be my client. Not everybody gets to keep their privilege of being a part of my YouTube community or my Instagram community or Facebook. Because the way I look at it is this is an NFL locker room and if you're here learning from me and following me, I want to create a nurturing, positive environment. I'm not interested in having negative people saying shit or talking shit or bashing other people, either bashing me or or trying to demotivate other people that may be on the fence or not as sure of themselves. Negative people are poison in your life because the way they look at the world, their model of the world is life sucks, things don't always work out the way they want and misery loves company. If they can get other people to experience the same negative emotions they are, well, then they don't feel so bad about the shitty choices. And that's why my staff, when they see those negative comments, they just mute them, they block them, they delete them. I just don't want those people in my business or in my life. I'm not interested in their negativity. Let them go fuck somebody else's life up. They don't belong here. I'm all about peak performance. And it's harder to be in a peak state and keep yourself there when you're tolerating negative people in your life. Number 14, find and associate with positive, high achieving peers. I mean, that goes without saying. People who are positive, who are very successful, who have money, have achieved great things in their life, they tend to be very optimistic. And that's one thing that all millionaires and all very successful, very wealthy people have is they have a positive, optimistic outlook in life. And they're going to be more inclined if you have a difficult day to pat you on the back, to pick you up, give you a hand up, help dust you off and have a positive uplifting word. You'll figure it out. You can do this. You've got, this is easy, dude. You can figure this out. Those are the kind – and those people, when you really go through a difficult time, it's really great to have people like that around you. Number 15, commit to being a lifelong learner. One of the things that Confucius said was – Real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. And if you're always questioning everything and you're always learning and you're always trying because everybody's experience is valid. You know, that's, that's why I'm always perpetually studying other people and seeing what they're doing because people that have achieved the same kinds of successes that I have have a different perspective. And they may have different ways of explaining things that sometimes are a little even, even simpler 
than what I've learned on my own and that makes me a better teacher and a better coach because it gives me more tools for my toolbox to help other people that may be struggling. Number 16, spend time with friends and family that you love. Very important to have people around you that are supportive, that are loving, that accept you the way they are, the way you are, without trying to change you or demanding that you need to be a different way or match some ridiculous, unreasonable expectations. Number 17, work in a career or business that you love. I mean, most of our time is going to be spent in our careers or our businesses, and it makes sense to make sure we're doing something that we really enjoy and that we really love. And if we can't do what we love right now today, we should have a plan that we're executing on the side to get to a place where we're either working a job or we have a business where we get to do what we really love. Don't be satisfied with a mediocre job or a mediocre career. If it sucks and you know it sucks, you shouldn't be get up, getting up and going to work every day just because it pays the bills. Sometimes you have to do that for a period of time, but if you're not getting up excited and engaged in what you're doing, you should have a plan that you're executing on the side to get the hell out of that and improve your situation. One of my favorite acronyms of Tony Robbins is CANAI. It stands for constant and never-ending improvement. And most people in this world, they get to a steady place where they're making good money and they, because they're making decent money and it's paying the bills, they, they get up and they go to work and they ignore the fact that it fucking sucks and they hate it. And then they come home at the end of the day after working a job that they hate and they take it out on their families or their friends or they sit at home and stew about it all weekend long. Number 18, when your internal enthusiasm is gone, it's time to make a change. In other words, if you once really loved what you were doing and now you hate it, it's time to make some kind of change. Kind of like what Steve Jobs used to. He used to get up every day and look in the mirror and ask himself, if today was going to be my last day on earth, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And he said when the answer was no too many days in a row, he knew he needed to change something. Every time I was ever – when I was working for other people, I got to a point where I felt like I kind of learned all I could learn from the, the company or the people I worked with or I kind of hit the glass ceiling or my enthusiasm was – I was no longer excited about going to work. I knew I needed to make a change and I started looking for the exits. I started looking for the new job or the new business or what it was my next step to go on to. Number 19, stop watching the evening news. Well, if your news is like the news that I see in my city, it's nothing but murders and rapes and robberies. It's like it's like an addition of cops. It's like I don't want to – why tune in just to see about all the negative things going wrong in our city? How does that add value to your life? Turn that shit off. Number 20. Spend more time connecting with other people versus electronic devices. I went and spent some time a couple weeks ago with, with some family of mine and we just – we were boating and it was just so nice to not have the computer with me, not to have my phone with me, just to be interacting without – because we're all so connected electronically but it's nice to get around other people that we care about without – the electronic devices. I mean, we, if you look around the world, people go to lunch, they go to dinner together, and all of them are sitting at the table, whoop, 
flipping through their cell phones, not even really interacting with one another. Number 21, have a compelling vision and mission for your life. What is your purpose? What is your mission? And do you feel like you are doing what you were put on this earth to do? And if you aren't, I've written several articles over the years on how to discover your purpose. You can actually Google Corey Wayne how to discover your purpose. Number 22, success is the result of feeling like you are making progress. So as long as you're making progress and you're getting better, you're learning new things, you're improving your skills and you're getting inch by inch, millimeter by millimeter closer and closer to where you want to be to accomplishing your goals, you're going to feel like you're making progress and as long as you feel like you're making progress, you're going to feel like you're a success. So make it easy for you to accomplish little daily goals because that will help you feel like you're successful day in and day out. Accomplishing a big goal really is just breaking it down into little easy to achieve daily tasks, daily goals. Number 23, feel and be present with your pain and unpleasant emotions to heal, feel and dissolve them. It's okay if you're having a shitty day to sit at home or sit in your car and scream at the top of your lungs or if you're at home by yourself, put your pillow over your face and scream into it and express exactly what you're thinking and feeling that may not be very positive. Because when you feel those emotions without judgment, you experience them just like a child would. And if you ever watch kids and how they experience emotions, they feel it and they get over it. Number 24, take risks and relentlessly practice at getting better at things you presently suck at. Confidence comes from successful repetition. And repetition is the mother of skill. Number 25, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? That's something to think about and you should definitely start moving in that direction. Number 26, focus on enjoying your life, not being a slave to making money. In other words, work only to live, don't live to work. It's great that you love what you're doing, but at the end of the day, working and earning money, money gives you choices. So you can build a life and lifestyle that you're proud of and spend it with friends and family that you love spending it with. Number 20, 28, attend a Tony Robbins live event like a UPW or one of his Mastery University events like say, Date With Destiny. I also highly encourage you to watch this new documentary which is out on Netflix now called I'm Not Your Guru and you can see what people at Date With Destiny experience. What's great about Tony's events, if you like a live experience like a rock star concert experience, he is absolutely the best in the world at it. I highly recommend any of his events. Number 29, your revenues must exceed your expenses. Live within your means. Number 30, savings are for emergencies, not credit cards. If you notice on TV, they always talk about you got to have a credit card for emergencies. What about having money in the bank, savings for emergencies, instead of perpetuating the mentality of, hey, let's go into debt when shit hits the fan? Number 31, use money to make money while you sleep, i.e. stocks, bonds, real estate, investments, buy low, sell high, businesses, etc. 
when you start to make more money and start to accumulate wealth, the idea is to put it to work for you to earn more money. And the idea is to invest in something that you're passionate about or that you have knowledge in that you're excited about. Don't go invest in somebody's crazy idea just because you got money you're looking to invest. Number 32, a goal without a plan is simply a wish. Come up with a plan that you can execute to accomplish your goals and dreams. Because just like it, the quote says, a goal without a plan is simply a wish. Number 33, you must take action and make things happen. You must. You, you can't leave that step out. As the Buddha said, faith without action is meaningless. Number 34, become what you want to attract. Become the kind of person that you want to attract. Number 35, focus more on listening and asking questions instead of talking. This creates rapport. When you take a sincere interest in other people, this causes them to like you. When you ask questions about other people, especially personal questions, about their kids, their family, what they're passionate about, what their goals are, what they feel their purpose, their mission in life is. We all love to talk about ourselves. We all love to brag about ourselves. And if you're trying to get people to like you, the quickest way to do that, just like you will learn in How to Win Friends and Influence People, is taking a sincere interest in other people and asking questions and being a good listener. There's an old... I don't know if it's a Chinese proverb or something. It basically says you have two ears and one mouth. Therefore, you should listen twice as much as you speak. Definitely something to think about. Number 36, only spend your time with people who improve the silence. That means friends, family, and especially those who you have intimate relationships with. Number 37, confidence comes from successful repetition. As Aristotle said, excellence is not a singular act. It's a habit. You are what you do repeatedly. And number 38, focus on creating great memories. Memories that you'll be proud of. Memories that 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now when you're old and gray that you can look back on your life and smile with the satisfaction that you went for the things that you wanted versus what a lot of people, when they get towards the end of their life, they have nothing but regrets. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my audio book, How to Be a 3% Man, you can get it on iTunes and you can also get it for free by becoming an audible.com monthly listener. It's a great plan if you are somebody that's really interested in listening to audiobooks. And if you'd like to talk to me personally and get some coaching from me, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon. 